Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, it's the podcast for a busy gamer. I am welcoming you to the Otaku Convention, it's Michael, and this is a crazy cyborg ninja who wants to kill him, I think that means me, <laughs> Adrian. Where is my friend? And... <laughs> Matt! Matt! Hello. Yes, if you didn't guess by a clever intro, or by the name of this episode, Metal Gear Solid for the PlayStation 1, or some people call it the PSX. Why do they call it the PSX? They were two different consoles, weren't they? Like, they were the same, but the PSX was, like, smaller. It was, like, the I, PS yeah, Mini. I consider the, the, the curved edges, I consider that the PSX in my mind. But, but I that's think the I PS1. Guess... No, because the PS1 is a brick. Yeah, it's a big rectangular thing. 90 degree angle. Oh, a PSX is something else. Yeah, it was like a, another release of the console. It's a fully integrated digital video recorder with a PlayStation. Well, there you go. Wow. And it's this kind of in-depth and intellectual dialogue you learn about the world that you're in as you're living in it, which is Metal Gear Solid. Because <laughs> that's kind of what they do. And that's the same. So what's, uh, let's, we haven't done this in a while, where we say, what what is your history with the game? So Adrian, you have played all of them? Yeah, so I, had, I never touched a single one for the longest time, like till after, long after like five and... Even what was the what was the terrible um, was it Metal Gear Survive like long yeah, long long yeah. long ago the other closest I got was like oh Metal Gear Rising looks pretty dope anyway uh, so at some point I was like you know what I'm just gonna it's like there's so many and I'm really curious so I played through all of them including the originals like the Metal Gear games on the like it wasn't the Commodore but it was like an equivalent it was like some old computer system. Um, and I played it in release order. Uh, nice. So I played through the original ones, then I got into Metal Gear, Solid, 2, 3, 4, and then I tried to do Portable Ops, and then I was like, that can't do this. Is, that is just unbearable. And <laughs> I think I started 5 because I was like, well, I'll just skip ahead to 5, and then I, I just didn't finish it because it's too much for me. Um, but... I was thinking because, like, so I, I played it somewhat recently. I think the last year or so. So I, I did some refreshes, but still, still a lot of it that's like melds into each other. So if I, I might accidentally reference something that happened in like two, but uh, Metal Gear Solid, from what I recall, is a really enjoyable game. Just, just don't do too much spoilers because it is so good that I want to play more. Um, but I guess because I kind of. You not end up finishing that. it? No, I did finish this one. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. uh, All I'll say is there's you? like some of my most memorable moments of the franchise are in two. In two? Okay, yeah, I really enjoyed two. And like two, like one, two, and three are really, really good. Four is good as well, but just in like, I feel like one, two, and three are like, oof, like creme de la creme. And like as it starts, then it starts to get a bit wild. Uh, what about yourself, Michael? What is your experience with the Metal Gear? 
I basically say no experience. My like closest to, <laughs> to Snake himself I've ever gotten is Super Smash Bros. And uh, I've always sort of seen it over on the side as this like strange auteur piece of gaming. Because like Hideo Kojima, you know, became so well known for it. And I think it was around, I think it was sort of in the lead up to Phantom Pain. Like, I felt like the gaming community, like, really, it, like, if it, like, it truly became mainstream. Like, everybody yeah. was talking about the Phantom Pain. And when it came out, I think it was, like, lauded for just being, like, a great game, like, regardless of the fact that it was Metal Gear. Whereas opposed to, yeah, Metal Gear Solid 4 was I think, yeah, it was like, that was for fans. That was a little bit different. Like, if you're a fan of 1, 2, and 3, which I think for their time, but I was probably too young. 1998, I'm 4, so this wasn't on my radar. (laughs) So then 2 and 3 aren't for me. And then when 4 came around, I was probably the right age for 4, but I had no grasp on what this thing was. It was so weighed down by its, like, past. So Phantom Pain, it really exploded and I started sort of like looking into it a bit more. And so I, even before this, I know more of like the the tropes and kind of the general plot of Metal Gear. Um, but yeah, this is my first time like actually playing it uh, and sort of seeing things and going, oh, this is, that's why this is like that. That's why the meme is this. But you mean the, do you guys remember that meme? back when every meme was motivational posters and it was revolver ocelot colon revolver ocelot and that's just the picture and then the motivational poster is revolver ocelot revolver ocelot ah and then he he like he didn't die but he just died from my point of view i'm like playing like oh this is the guy his reputation precedes him and he's dead okay because this was my first foray i'm exactly the same as you mike it was uh Metal Gear, isn't that the fellow in Smash Bros. Brawl? <laughs> and then here's the weird thing, though. I have Grey Fox in my head, and I don't know if that's because of Fox from Smash Bros. <laughs> <laughs> but I swear I'm like, I've heard this. I've heard the name Grey Fox before. Like, I almost as if someone told me that Solid Snake's name was Grey Fox, which it isn't. It's David. Um... <laughs> I think, is Grey Fox in Smash Bros? Like, as an assist? Well, I because I tried to look that up, because that's the only way I would have known. Um, and the only thing I could find, maybe it is an assist assist, but the only thing I could find now was um, Spirits in Ultimate. Oh, uh, yeah, that too. Um, but yeah, so this, this game, I'm so glad that I picked it. Yeah. Because I was like, Adrian, I want to do it all. This is very close to Silent Hill 2, but it's old enough. Silent Hill 2 was too new for what I call the Super Metroid effect, where it feels like it isn't old, but instead a purposeful art style, and that this was an indie game made this year. Like, that's what it feels... Well, maybe not Yeah, like they... Let's, let's give it, like, 2019. They, they knew the limitations of the console yeah. and they worked around it rather than trying to force it into something wasn't, you know? And it was so... So I was I played on the PlayStation Classic 
it was very good. I like personally, it was like if I could have the exact same experience, but on a PS Five, I would be like, can't believe they charged twenty dollars for it, but it was really good game of the year for indie category. I think it's one of those things where they're obviously utilizing the system to its fullest, but I think they kind of lucked out a little in that because Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2 had been top-down, keeping this top-down hides a lot of the quite terrible textures. Um, Like when you go into first-person mode and look at a few things, you're like, oh... But from above, it makes it more uh, palatable and more timeless because it's you're not hyper focusing on the assets. You're sort of you're just appreciating the whole space and in that sort of Metroid way, in that like it's all very meticulously designed, like Shadow Moses base. So that's what you're enjoying, and I, and they're quite clever in that. I think the thing they didn't like it on and they thought about was that keeping everything as like metals and concrete and snow worked in their favor. Yeah. If this was Snake Eater where you move into a more natural environment of, you know, like trees and and dirt and grass and I think it would look quite poor on PS1, but this is like, this is like, Perfect. They didn't make it try and do anything too much. They knew it couldn't do some things. But I think, yeah, I think it was like a happy coincidence. I reckon they kind of were like, oh, yeah, this is this is much better as a top-down. <laughs> Good thing we make top-downs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Because I, like... <sighs> I heard someone talking about a remake and, you know, Reddit is like, oh, don't play the remake. you got to play the original. It's the same with Silent Hill. Have you... And by the way, the No Time to Grind effect is back. We had a stint a while back where we would play a game and then news surfaced of the game. Uh, and there is a... I'm going to say a heavy rumor because it's like it's still a rumor, but official sites are talking about it, uh, which is that apparently 1, 2, and 3 are getting remade. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's the rumors about those games have always been around. Yeah. but It's like the yearly GTA 6 rumor. It's just a rumor <laughs> yeah, you yeah. have to live with. And, like, it's, I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they are working on it. But, uh, you know, we need something substantial. Um, so, visually, it was so pixely. That it was good for me. I wonder how it would have looked on a um, CRT screen because I was playing oh, on yeah. LCD and I still thought it looked fine. Like, like it was like the style. It's like Minecraft. It's like that's the style. You don't go, oh, Minecraft has bad graphics. It's like that's the style. Um, what isn't the style is uh, personally the Nikita missiles. That's that's my big control grab. I could never... I learned how to crawl. I learned how to deal with all that. The one thing that I never got the controls good for, those damn missiles. I think in general there's some odd control choices, but this is like, you know, this is early days of PlayStation and, like, 
I feel like this sits in the area of like early 3D games, early action games. So like holding square to arm your gun and releasing square to fire. It's like, that's not how a gun works. You don't release the trigger to fire. Like it's a little bit backward. And then if you want to move, you've got to hold square, then hold X and then keep holding X and and then you can use your gun while running. And it's like it's yeah. like it's feels like a little bit backwards in that they then use the triggers for your like inventory system. It's like guys, they're literally triggers. Like like a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was the PS1 era. They're still like figuring out how to make good controllers and control systems, but I mean, it's not too bad. Definitely room for improvement, which I think they do in later games. I can't remember if changes in two. I think there's a lot of similarities, uh, at least. Um, now, this other complaint is I don't have my PlayStation Classic box anymore. But when they shipped out the PlayStation Classic they realized that they needed to put Meryl's credit number on the box, which I thought was smart. But as some, like I didn't know Metal Gear Solid, you had to keep your PlayStation <laughs> Classic box. I had to, I was bloody, uh, I, like the game doesn't call you apart, but I felt like the game was going like, you're filthy, you've downloaded this ROM, haven't you? I'm, no, I'm on my Classic, I swear. No, you gotta Google the codec, you dirty dog. That's what it felt like. I felt judged by the game. It's so cool that it has that kind of stuff, though. Like, it gets meta with itself, and you gotta. It almost, you know, is it is like a really early ARG sort of thing. Yeah, I do like that. I do like um, when Revolver Ocelot says, "Don't try to use a turbo controller." I was like, "That's good." I like I. So I'm playing, the order I'm playing is in order of convenience, which is going to be Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 5, and then we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, if Metal Gear Solid 5 doesn't say, you better not be using auto hotkey. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is you something know, that I hope keeps up. Do you know you don't need the case to find Meryl's number? Where can you find, you can find it, I bet, in the files of the PlayStation Classic, I bet. You can call the colonel. <laughs> and he'll tell you? And he will tell you. You have to call him multiple times, but he will eventually tell you Meryl's number. Well, I'm glad they thought of a failsafe. There's also another failsafe later in the game. Uh, I'm sure we'll get to it shortly, but in Psychomantis, there's also another failsafe in case you don't have... Uh, what is required? Yeah, in case you don't have exactly what you need, there is a there is another way around it. So they did think of these things. It's and that I like that as well. I like that it physically exists, uh, but the game also because he's he is her uncle, so he should know her codec, and he does, and eventually he just tells you. Couldn't just tell me in the first place, huh? Gonna make it real difficult. I think he's like panicked, and he's like just telling you to like go kind of thing he's like what are you doing like get back to it kind of thing I, you've got I to just... save Meryl and then and then it's like oh her number's this oh uh, yeah 
I do love how the guy's just like, her codec number is. Ah, oh, I forgot. <laughs> that would be me. That would be me. That's me. <laughs> I'm the director who's like, oh, the nuclear weapon launch codes. I should know that, shouldn't I? Any any other grind we got here? I was going to say that maybe it's maybe it should be here in grind rather than later when we discuss the game. But part of the grind of Metal Gear games, from my understanding, is that they have very long cutscenes. Oh yes, and obviously this is not even as long as it could be. I think later games turn into movies. Um, and it's like it is enjoyable because I really like I I am like intrigued by the story, but I felt that the story in this one is weighed down a lot by having to retell you the past games. And I sort of I came in thinking that was like oh it was like Metal Gear Metal Gear Two and now Metal Gear Solid. I thought they would kind of be like. Oh, those happen, but they don't really matter anymore. But but no, they do matter. And the game has to... They obviously... Like, Hideo obviously realised that a whole new audience would be looking at this, but he wanted them to know the previous story. So that makes everything a little bit longer for them to be like, oh, yeah, Grey Fox, we were in Zanzibar uh, and I had to fight him. But that was after becoming friends in, like, Outer Heaven, and then having to go through like what happened in Zanzibar, what happened in Outer Heaven, and it's it's just kind of like you're wasting time in in some of the first I would say in the first half of the game trying to recap so much. It's like no, no, like we can just do it with this plot. This plot's good. <laughs> I I can I can pick it up. Like we don't have to go this deep. Um, I yeah, it's funny as well because it's like. You don't know what is from Metal Gear 1 and 2, but then also it could just be new information, like, for everyone involved. Like, is Fox Star, was that a thing? Is that new? Is that old? Like, that's that's kind of what it feels like. Or when Naomi's telling you her life story, which involves Grey Fox, it's like, should I know this? Do, do I know you? Have we, have we talked? Uh... Uh, I think that's because a lot of people go like, oh, um, Hideo Kojima is such a genius. He had this all planned out from the start. But having played through it in like the order it came out, it it doesn't feel like that. It feels like, <laughs> and I'm not just saying it's bad, but it does feel like he went like, here's my story for the first one. And then the second one, he's like, all right, I'm going to build on that. I'm going to work it in this way. And then Metal Gear Solid comes out. And he's like, cool. And then I'll work this in and I'll, I'll make that person comes back and do this thing. And then as each game has gone on, he's just like, let me let me build this big n- intertwining web of like references back. And oh, that happened because this happened in the other game. And, oh, and then while that person was dead, this happened. Like, uh, it's still very intricate and very interesting and engaging because of that. But I don't. No one had this planned out. I can't imagine he had this planned from the start, from Metal Gear. You know. No, oh, I, he, I de- agree. he definitely had Metal Gear Survive. He had that on the on the table. That was yeah. that out. <laughs> it was all a build up for that. <laughs> so how do I we? Think he opened up a can of worms with MGS three. He obviously went. Well, like, let's look back and see, like, how did these characters come to this point? 
but then but then he was like now let's just go completely like off the rails yeah jump the shark a bit but it is still so good like three is really like one two and three are really great they build on each other and three sort of takes you back and like is sort of it's sort of easter eggy but you know that it's set in the past easter eggy (laughs) uh i also love that um it's set in 2005 you know the future like i just love it that it's like the futuristic world of 2005 (laughs) they don't say that but it's only like afterwards that it's like oh it's in 2005 because they thought we would have this by then they thought we would have metal gear (laughs) like weaponry also, what's with the, con- the, the 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 references to current existing technology? It's like it's a weird turn of phrase that Mei Ling and that use over the codec, and it's like, what do you what do you mean? How could we have access to future technology now that would make <laughs> it current technology? No, they're talking about the current technology of the time. Or do they mean, was, was, yeah, is it fourth wall and she's going, this is made with 1998 technology, but we're in the year 2005. Yeah, I reckon it's supposed to be like uh, the, the Game Boy Advance, you know, that exists. It's like they didn't know the Game Boy Advance would exist, but that's what existed in 2005. I don't know if the Game Boy Advance must have. The DS? I don't know. Anyway, um... Did you know that you can get in the back of the truck in the box? Like, you can get in a box in the back of the truck and you'll fast travel? Yes, I think that's a reference to one of the early games as well. There's a similar mechanic, if I recall. I found that out after I finished the game. Yeah, I I think I sort of missed that as well. And when you have to do the uh, Silver Wolf, what's is that a name? Silver Wolf. Grey Fox, Silver Wolf. Uh, they have yeah. such similar names. Silver Wolf, the sniper lady. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you have to run back to the armory to get a sniper rifle to do that boss fight. Apparently, you can just use two truck trips and make it a lot quicker. Uh, so I would say there is some grind. Even with that, I'm not even. I'm not going to let them off the hook completely. There is a bit of backtracking uh, once you sort of reach the middle of the game. You kind of have to, yeah, do a bit of backwards to go forwards. And up until that point, it had been pretty good. You felt like sneaking around in a location multiple times kind of made sense. But then that was just kind of like a frustrating roadblock where it seemed like that's just to extend some game time. It's like, really, we couldn't, you couldn't put a gun out here or in this first encounter with Silver Fox have a different way of beating her. Like, yes, you can go back for the sniper rifle if you want, but wouldn't have been good to have like like a game of like cat and mouse and you have to like sneak up on her. You know what would have made it worth it? I reckon it would have been <laughs> worth it if they, um, if at the end, so at the end of the game, you are told that the place is going to explode and so you got to get out of there. And so you drive out. You take the driveway, take, you know, just go for a leisurely drive. It's not leisurely, but um, I reckon it would have been so more like it would have really rounded out the backtracking 
and grievances because there's another part at the very end where you're gonna go back like three times so it's a bit silly uh if you had to go back all the way like that's how you escape you don't go by car you have to like run through everything that you've been through it would have made it worth it like it would have been longer would have been technically grindier but it would have felt more like you've been practicing this like you've been you've done this run before you can do it like you can make the run back you've only got like you can only save here and you like right after you do the big boss fight you save and then they're like run you can do it it that would have made it good i reckon yeah that would have been cool if you had to make it back to the water because that's where yeah. you come from you come from the sub so you assume that it's still hanging around. So if you had to make it back to like get on a boat or something, that could have been a good way to sort of re-explore the base in reverse and possibly on like a high alert. Um, but uh, how do you feel about like getting caught? Like when you alert the guards? I don't hate it, uh, but I wish... Because you can uh, do a grapple on someone. Like, you can flip them, but they'll still, like, alert everyone else. I don't like that. I wish they would only alert, like, they need to have, like, a second to to alert everyone else. I don't mind that they're all connected in some sort of hive mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's 1998. Uh, you know, AI can only go so far. But I don't like that it's, like, it's instant. It's like you flip him yeah. and everyone else knows. It's like, no, no, let me, give me a chance. Especially because it's not very, when you're learning, it's really not forgiving. I did not understand. I I had done it a few times, but I still could not figure out why sometimes Snake would choke them out. And I'm like, just choke them out. Why are you not choking them out? Uh, But yeah, so when he does the flip, that would be good if they didn't alert. But otherwise, I can fine. understand if you do because if you do a toss, they they're kind of stunned for a little bit, but they're not dead or anything. Yeah, so like when they get up, they like dust themselves off and then alert. Yeah, but maybe that is actually how it is. But in the moment, it just feels like I flip them and mid flip, they're like, mm. yeah. Or I'd even like them. Like I don't mind that idea of like. Okay, they've seen me, but kind of like, so what? If I kill you quick enough, so I've been playing like Ghost of Tsushima, and it's like literally a man can look at me as a knife goes through his face and he cannot alert anyone. It's like, yes, he is alerted, but this is not going to impact this scenario. And yeah, so they should have to like see you and you either have to like, fail at disabling them or if you fire off a shot with, with like with the shotgun that's like non-silenced i'd be fine with that of like them noticing you and as soon as you fire you're like well of course this gives the game away kind of thing but if you take them out silently even if they are looking straight at you your radars shouldn't get jammed and the other guards shouldn't come running like just just give that little bit of leeway where and the game is going, you've got a sec like and like the colonel can come over the codec and be like, "Remember, Snake, you've only got like a second if a guard looks at you before he hits his like radio." 
and you go, oh, okay, so I get like I get one chance to like fix my mistake. I still remember the soldiers are only on three G. I just chalk it up to like first like three D stealth, you know, Metal Gear. Like it's early on, and they're still figuring out the formula. Like maybe I'm pretty sure the later ones do that sort of thing. Yeah, I think even number two has it from a video. Either two or three inch, like. And I get it. it. It's part of this game. That like they're like it's they, they say it in the title. It's like tactical <laughs> stealth espionage, and it's like so they want you to like like you are not supposed to get caught. You're not supposed to be seen. This is this is definitely like shooting second. Shooting most of the time is a pain. Uh, this is like stealth first until you get to sort of boss fights. The the later ones became much more action heavy. So I get why they're like, the rule is don't be seen. And you're like, okay. And so like, it makes you, it makes you more careful. But also I think, I think I like a little bit of like risk in stealth games where you go like, I want to take this chance. Oh, I want to take that guy out. Whereas this is like, no, I'll wait. I'll hide behind this. Okay, is he gone? Now I'll go out. And from what I understand, it was like one of the first games to employ like a radar system. Like the radar is a big selling point for it in 1998. So this ties in with that where they're like, look at this new feature. We can show you on a map in real time with enemies moving. So use this feature and don't get caught. So how do we find this? As a busy gamer rating, is this a yes or a no for busy gamers? I can give it a yes. It's a yes. And that's a y- 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 yes from me as well. All right. So now just uh, hold down the trigger button and then you want to go up. No, no, no. Sorry. Down. It's inverted. Oh, now, you know, what? I'll just cycle through the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> oh, I went past it. I'll just keep going. Yeah, it's going to be easy. Yeah, I'll just keep going. You, it's paused the game. Yeah, so good thing I, it's paused. <laughs> I'm just going to cycle through it a few times. Uh, oh, is that a bomb? I'll I'll just throw that out. Uh, the next bomb, it was a bomb. Is Cyberpunk 2077? That's the next game we're going to play. It is now released. It's two years. We're going. We're, we've specifically picked it for its two-year anniversary. Yep, we sure did. We planned that. Like it's another one in my Kojima planned. failure to launch selection. <laughs> uh, and then so that's episode ninety-nine. Yeah. Then episode one hundred, we're going full Warhammer forty k. That's what we're... Big finale. Saying. We might be playing it with army men instead of official figures. But we'll give the game um, a crack. Yeah. We might have to 3D print some things. Don't at us. It is a very expensive hobby. I want to paint some. I will not. <laughs> if you have a problem with that, you can file a complaint at five stars on spotify or apple Podcasts. i only read the five star reviews which is all of them uh <laughs> because i wrote it anyway um and yeah i guess that's our inventory management which is kind of simple yet also complicated much like metal gear solid 
Is that is that it? Is that we good? Yeah, that's it for. Oh, and do you want to plug your Twitch or anything? Uh, yeah, I've got a Twitch at MegamatEx. Uh, that's another way to contact me. Um, and then my Twitter is also that. I think it might be Mega underscore Matt underscore X. Who knows? Twitter is telling me to log in, and I'm not going to do that. I'm going to talk about my podcast. I finally found the correct key card. No, that's not true. Thank God that they just replaced the key card in this game. Because if you carried every... Like, imagine the end of the game where you have, like, <laughs> yeah. number one, number two, number three, number four. Um, <laughs> I don't mind that, actually. People were complaining about the inventory management, about how, like, oh, you need to wear a, ga- a gas mask? <laughs> a gas mask. Um, and then you need to swap out for the key card. And I actually like that. I like that it's, like... Yeah, in real life you wouldn't choose. In real life you'd just keep wearing it and then use the key card. But I liked just it, it added tension to me. I enjoyed it. But I feel like it goes against what you're told when you get the key card. When he gives it to you, he's like it creates a personal access like network that sends a signal via the salts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in your body. In your Meaning body, it's yeah. once you were in possession of it. It should always be working. Hell, even if you, like, leave it on the desk and you, it should still work a little, like you'd think, but I don't know. Or, like, um, the body armor being an item doesn't make any sense. Where are you putting it? You're, take, you're telling me you're taking <laughs> off a bulletproof vest and putting it in your pocket? It, fo- it folds down, all right? Why would I wear body armor? When I can automatically eat if I just leave my ration <laughs> there. <laughs> but I was playing on easy. That's another thing. Easy is probably pretty easy. Like for the busy gamer. Yeah. Like it wasn't easy because there's some things it's like it's like a puzzle boss. There's puzzle bosses. I failed multiple times because it's like a puzzle. You gotta use puzzle thought. Uh, you got a brain, and then when you figure out when the helicopter's about to come up and you hit him before he even starts shooting, you're like, I'm a god. So I don't know if that translates to the harder difficulties. Um, well, let's use that segue into some of the bosses, because this game has some, like, all-time gaming, uh, like, memorable bosses. Well, the most too famous to me were probably the most too disappointing for me. Uh, so Revolver Ocelot, I, if I play again, I might enjoy better, but because I'm, like, still learning. I had to learn how to move and shoot for this boss fight. Like, I was like, how do you shoot him? He keeps running away. Well, you just got to hold X. Oh, okay. Why didn't I think of that? Uh, and then, so, are you ready? I didn't love... Psychomantis. As a fight or as an entire concept? As a fight. As a concept, love it. Uh, unfortunately, even though I have a twisted metal save on my PlayStation, he doesn't talk about me playing card games. He says I have nothing in my memory card. Oh, that's why I hate him. He's, he's ignoring part of your life. And, well, because the thing is, um, maybe I just didn't play the correct games. Yeah, the way that the PlayStation Classic emulates the games, 
it didn't think I had any other saves in my save card, you know. Yeah. It's like that's his whole thing. Um uh and then the other thing was so I started fighting him with the controller where it's supposed to be beforehand. And I took a few shots and I was like, well, this is boring. Because you should be able to do a little bit. You should be able to, like, a little, a tiny little bit. You got to, like, oh, he's skillful. He's skillful. But you can't win until you change the controller. That's not what it is, though. It You have to change the controller. And it's like that. I don't know. Like, it might be misleading. It might be misleading huh? if you allow like some damage to go off and then it stops. You'd be like, well, why? What is happening? Whereas like if you just don't do anything from the start, you're like, okay, I'm clearly missing something. Like it's not yeah. Not happening. But because he's reading your mind, you cannot you you cannot hit him because he knows exactly like it's not exactly, skill. Yeah. He knows exactly what you're going to do. Um it just I don't know, to me, as someone who knew the the jig it was like well there's there's no point in me role playing that i don't know like there's no point in me he's so psychic he's so good at his job that there was no point of me going oh i wonder what's happening why can't i hit him it was just like ah he's absolutely invincible and he can always hit me all right i'll change it then like that's what you can't blame you can't blame the game for your already existing knowledge. Well, yeah, like you can't. Did you know? Well Here's done. the other fun fact: it's built into the game. There is another way to defeat him. Okay. So, uh, much like how they go, well, what if the player doesn't have the case? Well, someone in the codec can tell you what to do. Again, the codec can tell you how to defeat him uh, if you don't change your controller port. Mm-hmm. What ha- what I believe the first suggestion is to change a controller port, but they also thought, what if the port is broken? We don't want the player to be stuck. So the colonel will offer another suggestion on the codec to destroy the statues in the room. Really? And the statues are what is what is keeping him safe. Is that a time-based oh. thing or, like, uh, you just have to keep annoying him again? Like... Keep checking back in, like with the um, Meryl's number. It's not Meryl's number. Sorry, it's, the uh, uh, whoever's number. I think for the Psychomantis one, it's not about calling the colonel. He will call you eventually. Yeah, so it's time-based. It's, yeah, it's time-based so- of like, oh, this person for some reason is not changing the controller port but, Like, if you keep trying to attack him. Three years ago, on this is on the Metal Gear Solid subreddit, uh, three years ago, does it possible to beat Psychomantis without change the controller port? <laughs> I just have to read the question. It do. <laughs> it do. Uh, you have to die like five times. Then Campbell will ask you on your codec if there's some reason you can't change the controller port, and then after that you can destroy the statues. Okay, so you can't even kill them early. You'd still have to wait the time out or, or do the calls. What, yes, that's what the comment implies. So and that's on the, good. On the PC version. Uh, which currently is the only, like, legal way to get a new version of the game. Yeah. Otherwise, you're buying secondhand. Uh, you can buy it from GOG. Uh, you defeat him with the PC keyboard uh, controls. 
Meaning if oh, you've so- played the whole game with only the keyboard controls, you'll just immediately start doing damage to him. Mm. It would have been fun if they like swapped it, but then how? what if someone doesn't have a gamepad? Yeah. So they're like they just mm. left it as the keyboard, and you do, apparently don't even have to do the statue trick. That and so like apparently the the fight on PC is very boring because yeah he can't read he can't read PC storage, um, <laughs> so he's like ah your memory is clear uh, yeah and so that's just he says like he nothing and when he, he kills straight that. away. It, that's exactly what it was like for me because like. Um, and another thing, he's put your controller on a flat surface, and I did it without thinking, and then nothing happens because it's the PlayStation <laughs> Classic controllers. And I was like, oh, he can't do anything to my controller. Though he's, from what I understand... He's not the, psychic. He's just player port 2. What I understand with the reading your memory card thing, from what I can glean, he can only read... Certain games belonging to Konami. Yeah. I I think he, I swear I've heard that he can like, so he'll say the name, he'll be like, oh, you've played this Konami game. Uh, but then I swear for other things, he'll be like, ah, you like platformers. Like he'll just glean the general, like more general information about a game. Yeah, that's what I've heard. But maybe, maybe that was a lead in. Maybe it was like, I heard you like role-playing games because you played this Konami classic title called Blah Blah. Um, called Pachinko. <laughs> you like gambling. Uh, <laughs> that's how, when they when they do the re-release, they say, they have Psychomantis just say, you like gambling. You like to play Pachinko machines at KonamiCon. You have a free ticket in your Gmail account now. <laughs> Go spend money. I think he um, does mention something about like if you don't if you haven't saved a lot. I think he says a line that's like, "You're a gambling man." Or yeah, something. you're either a gambling man or a coward or something like, or a fool. It, he called me reckless because I died in a trap. I think oh, it was yeah. like one. I think I fell in one trap, and he was like, "You're reckless," because I looked up what he means when he says things, and so I was. I, he, yeah, he said something like, you're cautious, but you're reckless, because I saved a lot, but then I died in a trap. It was one trap as well. That's what gets me. Uh, I love the ending thing, uh, which I already have that dopamine hit in Metal Gear Phantom Pain. At the very end, it gives you, like, a title. Mine was Puma, um, and I've already got that in... Uh, the prologue, it was like, you get this animal. I love that. The only problem is is that the like the naming convention I just like the naming convention of you know, it's a different variation. So it was like Puma, Lion, Tiger, possibly, I don't know. Uh but it's different depending on your difficulty. And now I'm like oh, I need to get big boss. I forget what it is. The top one, yeah. Something like that. Like insane difficulty or whatever. Is there any logic to it in the story? Like as to why Snake is Solid Snake and yes. Liquid Snake is Liquid? What about Gas Snake? I don't, I don't recall, but there's definitely like, it's not just like random names. It is sort of 
linked, but I don't. It's the same way that like rock music's called rock and metal's called metal. It's like what? I guess I guess like one is like the next evolution, but it doesn't actually. It doesn't imply anything about the. The thing it's titling, if that makes. Sense. Because in the Phantom Pain, you're punished, Snake. You also have other names, but spoilers. Um, I already figured it out though, because I literally I started playing. Don't play Metal Gear Solid and then Metal Gear Solid Five because you'll figure it out very quickly. Yeah. Oh, that you know what bothers me is they tell you this is something the game does. It's not a grind thing, so I'm gonna say it. But it's like a character will say a thing. They'll say something like you will overhear a character say like, "Fox die is uh, like disease and it has a vaccine." And then you get, like, literally that moment, you get a codec call, and they're like, what's Fox die? Hmm, does it have a vaccine? It's like, you, Snake, you just heard that. You just heard your ears. It entered your ears. No, it's like you a, it's like your phone's listening to you. The codec is listening to Solid Snake, and then it's like, do you want a vaccine for Fox die? <laughs> it's just... I don't know. It it bothered me. It was like, especially right at the end. Uh, and then there was another thing with like Revolver Ocelot. It was like being sneaky. And then it was like, I don't know. It's because Snake doesn't know, but the audience knows. But the way that it is portrayed is like the audience is an idiot. And I don't respect that. You don't respect being considered an idiot? No, funnily enough... No. Oh, well, I think it's got to, it's got to, like, because it does do wild uh, reveals. I guess it does have to play to the lowest common denominator, right? Like, it's got to be like, look, we're about to do some, we're about to do some stuff. So uh, we're going to make sure everyone understands what's happening. Yeah, sometimes it's like, octuplets. Yes, Snake. That means there are eight babies. (laughs) Maybe that's a translation (laughs) problem. Maybe. Or maybe it's like um, they have to pad for time because of translation. Like in Japanese, it's a very long sentence, but then in English, it's like short. Maybe. I don't know. It's also, I think, it's divided at least in at least in this one in that the game and the story are kind of almost two things. Where you just you stop and you watch some more of the movie, and so the movie wants all the characters to know, even if you've figured out things as the player. It doesn't really treat you like a player unless it's doing meta stuff. It, but it does. Yeah, it's not really about like you solving the story puzzles. They're kind of like, don't worry, we got this. We're going to explain it, like. Because they want like Snake to know, and they, and his team will tell him, and they will discuss it, and that's sort of, like it is really trying to flesh out that yeah, you're watching a film, and th- and these characters want to discuss the things that you've experienced, and you probably have already sorted out in your own head. It's like Dark Souls, but if Dark Souls had like a narrator that was like, that was Artorius. He was one of Gwyn's <laughs> knights. He had a dog called Sif. Like. Remember fighting Sif, the dog with the sword? Yeah, I- just true. It's the just complete opposite the- of like just- hidden story <laughs> with item descriptions. This is the most 
in-your-face story. Yeah. Just imagine going into the field um, of the abyss or whatever. I haven't done the DLC. I haven't even done half Dark Souls. You, yeah, you go into the field or whatever, and then you hear... Framped. <laughs> you know, it'd be Framped being the VR, and then it would be like... What do you call it? You called like uh, the... Framped. Who is that? Ah, that's Night Artorius. Remember that wolf in the graveyard, <laughs> in, the, in the forest. It's it's uh, like having played it all, or oh, most of the games. It's really good, but I'm, st- I'm like I'm still not a mega fan. But there's still like I would love to replay one, two, and three. If they're doing remakes of them, I I'm I'm probably gonna partake in that because they were they were the peak for me. Was one, two, and three. See, here's my thing. I think the, I think one, I think it, I think port, not remake. Maybe remake, but don't not port it. I think if, like, they can remake it. But still have the uh, the original available. I think there is just such a beauty in this. Like I said, it's got the Super Metroid effect. There is such beauty in this. Um, and it's, but it's not the gameplay. See, Super Metroid, they were like, it's the gameplay. So they did Metroid Prime, and then they were like, well, it's not going. So they did um, Metroid, the the new one that you play Red. on the Switch. Yeah, and people were like, yes, good. You feel like we like the gameplay. You figured it out. Thanks, Nintendo. Whereas this, for me, it's like the gameplay, and eh, like the gameplay needs adjustment. But what I do like is like you know. What? No one even has eyes in this game. Like, that's the kind of art style. They they accidentally made an art style. This is like, I'm like, I'm playing this game, this 1998 video game, and I'm like, I feel like such a artsy postmodern douche because I'm like, this is beautiful. This is magnificent. I want more games where they don't have eyes. Minecraft has too many pixels because uh, Steve has eyes. Got to go play uh, Bloodborne PSX. You want more PS1 yeah, yes, games? Yes. Yes. Exactly. They need to do that. It's a style. There's a word. It's a style, but they there needs to be more of it and it needs to be like it can be done. Everybody looks like mannequins basically. Or <laughs> it's like watching a stop how good is it when Meryl's walking away and the camera zooms on her ass and it's like, ah, yep, that's, you got me there. That's how I objectify women. Five pixels at a time. Ah, <laughs> uh, a triangular polygon. It's not, even, it's not even like Lara Croft where it's the triangular boobs. It's, there's, there's no curve. <laughs> there's, there's no hips. There is, but they're very faint. And so it's just like you're looking at a pillar of pixels moving away. Uh, if we could get the twin snakes, like, assets into this sort of design, that probably be the, like, that'd probably be the perfect middle ground. So, like, all cleaned up. But from what I understand, Twin Snakes changed too much. And it's yeah. like apparently still like amazing game, but even Kojima was like, oh, no, they changed some like pretty significant things. So it's not canon. Uh, it's like canon on its like it hits all this, all the basic notes and you could go on to play two from it. 
but it's like it's not quite right and it doesn't have the doesn't have the it doesn't have like the level design this that this has so this level design but with a better engine and that'd be that'd be sweet but it does like it doesn't need to be like doesn't need to be like phantom pain engine just needs to be like a little bit cleaner and then you could like slap it on the switch play it on the go what about i don't know what it is um but there there was a trailer for one i'm assuming either phantom pain or ground zeros and the trailer starts off looking like og metal gear solid and then it kind of like looks like data moshing kind of happens and like the screen fades and it's like hard to make out what's happening and then all of a sudden it looks good and modern was that did i imagine that no that's real but do you guys know what I'm talking about? No, I've seen that. I'll need to find it. I swear, if if I've cooked this up in my head, I'm a genius, and I will go to Kojima and I will tell him my ideas, and he will like he will just shake my hand because my idea is is that literally the game, like. The chapters go from like a modern game to a retro game, and when it happens, like data moshing happens, and like it, the screen looks distorted, and then all of a sudden, like you guys know data moshing, right? Nope. Okay, you need to get on TikTok because it's a big trend. Yes, TikTok <laughs> is a big trend. Uh, but. It, it's just a good example of what I'm talking about. TikTok data washing is not what I'm talking about. It's just an example. Um, my point is, is that was cool. I, I just think that there is still something here. I think that this game is good enough. Like, it's not perfect. But considering this is how I feel after playing it for the first time now, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty I good. I can see why people like especially like this play if I got to play this when it came out, I can I can see why people are like, well, this is mind blowing for the time. Yeah. It I reckon it would have. Like if you were an adult, like a young adult, and you played this, it would have fucking blown your mind, I reckon. With that said, What's our final rating for Metal Gear Solid? Well, I accidentally gave it a Busy Boy Certified on the thumbnail. (laughs) (laughs) Accidentally. So that tells you how I feel about it. I think, or if you're suggesting that you've given it a make time to grind, then I follow suit. That's two make time to grinds. Bring it down, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) get in there just just stuff it right up well here's the thing like I feel if it was longer it probably would find itself in fine time to grind but like you can get you can get this done as a busy gamer and it is such a big part of gaming like culture and I guess it's from that era where it's like Difficulty is what adds to the length. 
So if you want to play it on easy to experience it, you're going to get through it in like seven or less hours. So like that's pretty good for for a game that is like a cornerstone of like modern 3D gaming. So I think it like I think it just deserves a make time to grind for everything that it brought to the medium and it's actually stood up 20 how many years 26 years yeah. later it's still like it's still stand like it's although i got some problems with the controls and things like that and it like it it amazingly it still stands up make time are to grind t- are you telling me that i'm not gonna delete the busy boy certified thumbnail off of our dropbox account you're not going to delete it. You're going to clone it twice, maybe three times. <laughs> We're going to do it eight times and then just kill. Okay, that's actually, I've got I've got the sign off. I've got the sign off. Hang on. Uh, like I, when, you know how we do like post-credits sequence. So uh, say your name and say goodbye. My name's been Adrian. I've been Matt. And I've been Michael. Does Liquid Snake realize that killing babies doesn't make the other babies stronger? Just because you're, like, killing a baby, that doesn't mean it's weak. It means you killed a baby. It's the part of killing in, in the sentence. It's a baby. It's not a weak baby because you killed it. You killed a baby. <laughs> he doesn't know any better. All they know is war. We, we had eight, like he says, we had eight babies and we killed six. Therefore, the other two are stronger. No, that means you stopped at six. What is he saying that, like, we made them fight each other? I think, I think what he's trying to say is that we left them out in the elements and six died. Right. Six were no good. But it sounds. He said he killed six. Not he. He was one of the babies. He didn't do any. Well, he did a lot wrong. <laughs> no. Yes, he admitting to it. He's like, I, as a baby, killed the other babies. <laughs> I in utero, one after another, like a shark. That's what Metal Gear Six is all about. He was going to go even further back to the womb. <laughs> I'm fetus snake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm primordial snake. <laughs>